Hello and welcome back to the Crafty Crew podcast. My name is Kinger. I'm joined by Mark. Hiya. Nally. Well. And Walji. Hello there. And this week, it's all about sours on the Crafty Crew podcast. I'm not going to lie. I am an absolute noob when it comes to sours. Uh, I don't know. The one that I know most about is uh, Yellowbelly's Castaway, um, which I enjoy, but I, I have no idea where it is on the scale of good, bad, tasty, rotten kind of scale. So um, Nally, our resident expert, is going to give us a little bit of info about sours. <laughs> uh yeah so sour beers are intentionally acidic um they tend to be there's a couple of ways that you can make sour beers they tend to be either kettle sours so in the process for kettle sours what the, what happens is you partially complete the you complete the mash process in the brewing and um you add in lactobacillus or, or lactobacillus to the to the wort at that stage you can let that ferment for a few for 48 hours or so um, and then you boil it up which kills off the lactobacillus and then you throw in your your regular yeast uh, your saccharomyces and that that ferments through another process is it's done by leaving the by fermenting the beer and during the fermentation you leave the the beer open instead of keeping it in a sealed container wild yeast gets in there and it adds different flavors and tartness or acidity to the beers and then another way of doing making sours is essentially adding lactic acid to the final the final product. So after your beer has completed fermentation, you can just add in lactic acid, and that adds this adds to the sourness or the tartness of the beer. Um, as for sour beers, there's about about six or seven different styles of them. Um, they can range from Berliner Weiss, Lambics, Gosa, um, and then American Wild Ales. So American Wild Ales is you know, yeast strains just harvested from the wild, and they're just picked up and thrown in with the with the rest of your beer. And it's kind of a we'll wait and see what we get. So different years, you can get different different flavors on the on the same the same recipe. Um, there's other styles of beers. Then generally with with the sours, they take quite a while um, to get right. Um, it's a very experimental process. So you could end up dumping an entire batch before you end up getting anything that's in any way drinkable that's not ideal is it to be dumping a whole batch of what you've just worked on for i would yeah. presume a couple of weeks like yeah it tend to take quite a long time but um you know if something's not drinkable it's not drinkable there's no point in poisoning yourself with <laughs> yeah you don't really want to put that out there if you think it's bad and then everybody sees it's bad it's not really going to be give your company a good name true true nally you 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 use some big words uh when you talk about beers and stuff and i i'm i I never know if you could be making this stuff up, but like the small amount of exercise that I've done in my life and I'm sore the day after people say, oh, it's the lactic acid building up on you. So does that mean that I'm sour after I've been working out? Or I've gone to the gym. With you, I've gone to the gym with you. I've never met a more sour man in my life after you've worked out. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely fair. absolutely fair. So acid, acid is just, it lowers the pH uh, of the beer. And at a lower pH, it tastes more acidic or more sour. If you think of like lemons and things like that, the reason they're sour is because of the citric acid in it, which is bringing down the pH and gives it that sour, tart flavor. It's the same with cool. beers. If you lower the pH, you get sour, tart, tart beers. Cool. So uh, as I said, I've had one or two. Mark, I believe this is like brand new for you. Yeah, to anyone who, who listened into our last podcast, um, hopefully it made the edit. But if it didn't... Uh... I, this is my me popping my sour cherry. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't ever had a sour before, so 
I'm a little bit apprehensive. I'm a big fan of some of the fruitier IPAs, you know, the grapefruit, citra IPAs. So mm. I'm hoping that they're similar, but I've absolutely no idea. And I could be getting sick in the next 20 minutes or so. We'll see what happens. I'm expecting a slightly fizzy, ale type of beer, but with, I guess because it's sour, kind of a really heavy lemony taste. Our green zebra one that we're going to try today is watermelon and sea salt. So I guess a really watermelony taste for that one. Like you're, do you know the really sweet watermelon sweets? One of yeah. those. <clears throat> and the leg swap is raspberry and lime. So again, like I guess a pick and mix flavor is kind of what I'm expecting out of them. Okay. I'd have a question for Nally. Um, do they always have to be kind of a soury type of fruit or does it just help the process? Well, it's not necessarily, there's not necessarily fruit in the beer itself. So with some of the, with some of the fermentation, when it's left out in the open, they tend to add fruits and stuff and that, that can help the souring process. But you could, you could make a, a beer with just hops, uh, hops and hops, barley and, and water and yeast and get a sour beer. It just means you'd have to add lactobacillus or something to generate that lactic acid and generate the tartness before you finish the fermentation off with the normal normal beer yeast, like normal fermenting yeast. Um, yeah, fruit's just there for flavor. You don't need it to get a sour beer um, at all. I feel like okay. I feel like Walji's question plays nicely into the fact that I discovered about sours, um, and that is that fruit lambics uh, are made by adding uh, whole fruits, fruit pulp, or fruit juices um, to the batch as it ages. So uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, I just know that I found it, and it sounded interesting. Uh, mine is fairly straightforward. It's sour beers originated in Belgium before um, spreading across the rest of Europe and the USA. Yeah, and I've uh, I've done some digging into this, and I guess they are still quite niche, even for a niche market that is craft beers, although it's growing. Um, and what I what I found is that they're like the recommended beer for food. So the tart taste apparently is a really good complement to anything you eat that's savory. And because a lot of them are infused with fruit flavors, they're recommended for lots of fish dishes, lots of spicy curry dishes, uh, and meat dishes. So. I've never had them, and hopefully I'll be finding a new beer or two today that will complement food. But um, from the sour community, the people who are really into these, they say there is no better beer to have with food than a sour. Okay, so just before we get to the taste tests of this week's beers, uh, Walshie was the man that actually picked the beers for us this week. So uh, do you want to give us a quick uh, name check, Walshie, as to what we're going to be drinking? Yeah, so I, I, I obviously picked two. Um, my first one was uh, Green Zebra from Founders, which is one I've had before, which I personally really enjoyed. And then the, the second one I picked is hopefully uh, Leg Swap. And I'm very intrigued by this because I've never actually had it before. It's Raspberry and Lime. Like a consummate professional, you know, just unbelievable. You know I mean? <laughs> Learning on the job, you know. Very quick question. Um, for argument's sake, for the rest of your life, you have to stick to one style of beer, and I mean for every drink. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, every drink. What style of beer are you going to stick with? I would say stout. It's a hard one when you're thinking about warm weather and stuff. But I think we live in Ireland. Look, even when it's night, when it's the summer, it's raining. And for me, there's not much better than a nice, cold, creamy stout on a cold winter's evening when you're at home inside. And, you know, in the summer, we're all generally a bit more active. We're all outside and stuff, you know. Um, 
barbecues, that kind of thing. You might Maybe be drinking a little less. <laughs> but I think for me, I'd have to stick with stouts. There's a nice range. You can get light stouts. You can get heavy stouts. Um, but yeah, they that would be my choice. Yeah, for me, I think it would uh, it would probably be probably IPAs. I mean, I can't lie. There's just so many of them out there. I mean, you can get you can get any type of IPA if you if you if you you said you you have to drink it for breakfast, dinner, and and supper. I mean, you could start the day off right with a micro IPA that's two point eight percent. You know, just a little buzz going into work and be fine. You'd be grand, no matter at all. And you get home, you have your, you know, your normal 5% IPA and you're grand. It's, it's just dinner time, you know. <laughs> then you finish strong, you hit up that triple IPA and it's 10.2%. You get wasted. Like, <laughs> it's a good wide range of beer that you can have. I am so worried about you right now, Nally. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I've thought about this well enough. Yeah, it's such a conceptual question and you have like a fucking hour by hour answer for what you're drinking like. <laughs> I actually think what the Nally's kind of whole day process there is actually quite clever. <laughs> you know, start small, finish strong. Uh, myself, obviously, I actually get go IPAs as well. But if I was to do an all day or nice and light, I'd probably go to Citrus IPA because I just find them the most refreshing and the easiest to drink. Okay. I, for, personally, I think I'd probably go ciders just to throw a bit of a curveball in there. Uh, Through you, because, like, you could I mean, you can have any kind of a cider, really. Do you know what I mean? So I think there was a bit of... I was thinking there'd be a bit of variation available to me, so I wouldn't kind of be on the same thing the whole time. I didn't realise you were such a Bebo hun that you were stuck in your ciders there, Kinger, but oh well. Hey, there's nothing wrong with ciders, lads. There's nothing wrong with ciders. Nothing wrong with Bebo either. You point that out. Bebo's dead while she's been dead for years. I will say there's nothing wrong with, with ciders, but as your only drink all the yeah. time. Yeah. Wow. We're actually called Crafty Crew, not Crafty Beer Crew. So if there's craft ciders no. out there, I mean, there's a future um, episode for us. Walchie, Walchie, I always knew that you were a good man. Do you know that? I always knew you were a good <laughs> See, man. See, like, that's, that's the kind of motivation I need to hear. Thanks, Kinger. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, the time has come. We are going to taste test our first sour beer this week so Walji, uh there's two to pick from i'll let you take the lead and tell us what to open first different mixed because i really want us to go green zebra because it's a probably my favorite sour and leave the hopefully till the end because i haven't actually tried it so i think we should go green zebra first lads crack them open good jesus <laughs> so oh my god kinger has smelled the beer oh. as has mark <laughs> The bang off that. I can instantly tell. Does does that am I right in saying does that smell a bit like farts? Or or vomit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the, the, I will say the smells on sour bears aren't the most um appealing smells. Put it that I'm way. I'm smelling what Ross was tasting in Friends when he said it's it tastes like feet. <laughs> <laughs> so you have so, it, Kinger. It's that smell in the gym of everyone's dirty socks. That's what it is. It is. Oh wow. I, I'm I'm only hoping it tastes a lot nicer than that. Okay, so oh. we're sticking everybody to our standard color aroma taste mouthfeel. Very very so, nervous right now. Aroma's taking a hit. Let's let's go back to color. Nally, do you want to take us through? So this? I think uh, the color is. Uh, if anyone listened last week with uh, the laggers, this is kind of similar. It's it's fairly. Fairly clear. It's a small bit hazy. Not much though, only a little bit really. I'd say it's kind of a straw colour. Um, not too dark, but it's pretty light in colour, so it is. Very fizzy, wouldn't you say, Walshy? Yeah, fizzy is kind of what I went off at last time, wasn't it? 
Uh, there's a bit of bubbles to it. it looks a little cloudy, but uh, yeah, uh, it very does, similar. It does, it does look fizzy, and it looks it looks like a lager. But I'm after having a taste of this, and Wadi, like this is incredible. And <laughs> oh, boys, oh my god! I just took my first sip. It's it's beautiful. Oh, and one for the lads. Like you can really <clears throat> taste the watermelon. How can something that smells like feet taste that good? That's unbelievable. I've never been so happy. <laughs> Nally, please, please agree with the boys. Well, you know, it's 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 certainly a beer. It's, it's <laughs> beer. <laughs> it's good beer. It's 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 grand. Like it's it's a good beer. It's sour. It's yeah. I'm not a fan of watermelon. Maybe that's maybe that's the thing. Okay. For a sour I... beer, so this is the first ever sour I've tried. It's not actually sour. It's very very fizzy. It's almost like a cider. Does anyone else get that? Yeah. Careful now. Careful mentioning ciders now. Yeah, we know that's a no go apparently. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I I'd agree with you, Mark. It's it's not really it's not overly sour. It's more kind of tart than anything like. It's it's that kind of lip smacking flavor, you know, when you 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 bite into something and you're immediately like, <clears throat> I love a bit of lip smacking with you, Nally. <laughs> Do we need to clarify if this is a PG thirteen podcast or? <laughs> As I said earlier, my my one kind of experience with sours has been the Yellow Belly um, Castaway, uh, and I, I feel like that's a much cloudier drink. Yeah, um, and it. it it it's it's it definitely isn't a sweet. It's it's definitely there's a sweetness to this that's not in that. Kind of hits you a lot more, a lot stronger, nearly. So I I think with this one as well, when you when you take a couple of mouthfuls of it, when you take a couple of drinks of it, it nearly kind of coats your mouth as well. Um, it kind of lingers. It it's not gone straight away. It kind of coats your mm. mouth, kind of almost waxy, and just kind yeah. of coats your tongue and the roof of your mouth and stays there for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that too. It's. It's a bit, um, not vi- it's not a viscous liquid, but it, it's viscous in your mouth, like it's stuck there. Um, I have to say, the more I'm drinking of it, I think my initial enjoyment of it was more out of surprise that it didn't taste terrible. And now as I kind of sit my way through it, I'm like, this is fine. That's where I am with it. Yeah, I think since it's your first time kind of trying <clears throat> sour beers, you expect that initial nearly shock of, whoa, what's going on? nearly an overload of the senses con- compared to all other beers that you'd be used to. Um, but after a while, after you get over the initial shock almost, it, it kind of, you know, it's grand. There's nothing wrong with it. That's a fair point, but I'll, I'm just saying from the smell of the can, of us talking about how it smelled like feet, to then me being like, <laughs> oh wow, this tastes like watermelon, delicious. Now I think I just calmed down a little bit. <laughs> I was a bit overexcited, and now I'm in that kind of middle zone that actually this is this is nice enough. But it's very sweet, I will say that. Does anyone else find that with it? It's fairly sweet, yeah. Well, yeah. I think because a lot of them are, for the most part, are kind of uh, a sweetie fruit that they will have that sweetness to them. Any sours that I've tried, anyway, always have that kind of a sweetness to them. It's obviously, it's obviously in my, like, in my mind, when I, when I think of a sour beer, the taste that I think of is, you know, Homer, when he eats the super sour sweet? Yeah. And he's yeah, literally, yeah. like, folded back under his teeth. Like, that's what I expect. So that was I, for me. That was a nice surprise. There was there was a sweetness as opposed to a, a dead sourness to it. Yeah, I I think I would struggle to drink much of this stuff, and it's not the taste because it tastes really nice, but it is the sweetness. Mm. I feel like if you're somebody who loves sweet things, I'm a more savory person. But if you love sweet things, I think sours are are down your alley. 
Like, don't get me wrong. Now, I am a, I'm a, I'm a big, big fan of it. I wouldn't have picked it otherwise. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I, you know, I, because it's a small can. It's a three thirty mil can that it comes in. I drink two or three of them, three max. But I, I wouldn't be able to drink a sour beer for the night. Not that it's a heavy beer by any means, but it's still a lot to take in constantly. Yeah, I think this kind of goes back to Mark's point earlier about how we were saying that sours might be might be a good beer with food. Um, it's something that you could sip at easily over the course of a dinner rather than you know 100%. lacing into lacing into yeah. a session of sours. Like it's not it's yeah. not going to work out too well for you. Yeah, I feel that's definitely true. And the, like the cans we're drinking today are three thirty mil kind of you know Coke can size. I think that these are perfect as a complement to a nice dinner. And I yes. see now, yeah. based on based on what's online, like I I actually genuinely would say this would go well with something. In my head, I'm thinking like a bit of lamb or a roast. But like I'm sure there's as many sours as there is food. So yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. So guys, will we move on and rock and roll towards what we think this or where we think this lands on uh, on the wall of ratings? Yeah. So just a quick reminder: uh, one is unbearable, two is booze, booze. three is beer, uh, four is brutal, and five is unbelievable, Jeff. Unbelievable, Jeff. Well, um, just because this is my beer and. Uh... I t- I'll, I'll start off, and I'm going to be a bit biased here. Uh, I'm personally a Brutifil. Uh, I, d- I just find it so refreshing. I mean, I know you won't agree, but that's just where I sit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight you on this, Lodgy. I don't, like, I, I see where you're coming from. That's really sweet, and that it, it is nicer than I first thought it was going to be. But I think the taste is just middle of the road. And for me, the fact that I can only really see myself drinking this when you're like, you can only have one and you're having dinner. So I think for me, that's going to stick it down as a booze. You know, it's, 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 and, it's, it's okay, but it's but limited I, in where you can drink it for, for me, for me. I'm not going to necessarily massive... argue with you over it. Like, I mean, we're all entitled to opinion. That's why we're here. But one thing <laughs> I'd like to add in is you've had myself who's had, um, I'd, I'd like to think a decent few sours, Nally the same, Kinger's had two or three. <laughs> Being that this is your first sour, you have nothing really to compare it to. Do you know what I mean? That's that's one hundred percent, Maji. I do agree with you there that I am kind of stepping into this blind, but I'm just giving you my opinion. Oh, that's fair. And I think when you say don't argue with it with me about it, I say I do want to argue with you about it. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> argue away, but it's hard to kind of argue with you because you have not no baseline for a sour. That that's true. I would like to point out, I'd say Mark's point from last week, for anyone who's listening, still holds true, um, that albeit there may be different styles, he still only has one method for tasting the beer, which is the same as for all <laughs> beers. I have one cool. process. That process does not change regardless of what I drink. Okay, I'm a standardized machine when it comes to drinking alcohol. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to point out that, like, I've, I don't think I've seen a capitulation like that from someone trying a beer who initially went, oh my God, this is unbelievable too. It's below average. <laughs> I mean, the space is about five minutes, which is exceptional. Such was the disbelief, Kinger, that when I first smelt it and thought I was about to put a sock in my mouth that was a, a sweaty gym sock. And now I, yeah. then I was like, oh, it just tastes like watermelon. That's, or it does taste like watermelon. That's delicious. And now I'm slowly climbing down to where I really think it is. 
And as I say, the taste for me, and you guys may disagree with how I'm doing this, but the taste for me is a maybe a three or just under. But the fact that I can't see myself drinking this except in very specific situations is knocking at that, you know, that 0.5 down to a two for me. But, you know, you guys can have your say now and let's see where Nally and Kinger want to put it. So I, <clears throat> I'm inclined to agree with Walshie on this and not just because he stood up <laughs> for, uh, in the cider debacle, but uh, like... I, I didn't know what to expect from this. I was expecting something really tart and really kind of um, an assault on the senses. And it wasn't like, it's really sweet. It's, it's something that I feel I could drink for a night. If I was, to, if I, if I, maybe if I had to, but I, I, I would feel comfortable drinking it for the night. Um, I know I'd feel probably feel a bit sick oh. tomorrow. Um, I get the feeling there's a good bit of sugar in there. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I don't know, but I I would say it's brutal. It's it's brutal edging towards, not edging towards unbelievable or anything, but like it's it's that side of brutal. If that if that makes sense. Wow. For me, um, yes. Yeah, so I, to me, this is very middle of the road. I mean, the smell of feet, but the flavor not being too bad <laughs> is the saving grace for it. Mm. I I've had a couple of hours. No, Walchie's probably would be more familiar with them but um yeah for me it's grand it's it's grand it's it's you know like mark was saying it's to me it's only something i'm going to be drinking maybe a can of in you know certain circumstances or you know if someone says we'll try them for example today uh, <laughs> i'll give it a go but i'm not i'm not overly enthusiastic about this one in particular um i don't understand king or how you'd be able to stay on this for the night it's it's not for me it's too it's too sweet to stick on for the night, so it is for me. So for me, it's it is it's just beer. It's just beer. Okay. Based on the aroma of this, like you know, when you're out in the pub with your mates, and you're like, whatever. Well, whenever we get a chance to go out to the pub with our mates again, um, and you're like getting a drink, and maybe you get a green zebra, a can, or a bottle, and you pour it in a glass. Like if your friend smells this, you're gonna have to start defending yourself in a pub <laughs> as to why you're drinking something that smells like feet. So. There's that as well. Like uh, it, it's obviously not a detraction. The aroma really lets down the taste of this beer, and I think if the aroma was better, I might have gone higher. But I'm sticking with my booze. That's right. Can I actually ask? And this is a question towards Kinger. And even I said I'm a big fan of this. I picked this, and I was kind of, you know, I'd have you know maybe two or three. But and you were saying, mm. and we were talking about cider earlier on, and it does kind of have that soury kind of cider taste-ish type of a thing. Do you think that's probably the main reason why you'd be inclined to say, yeah, I could probably drink that for the night? Yeah, I, I, that's why I think I could stay on it for the night. It, it, there's definite, it definitely tastes more like a cider than it does a, a, a um, an ale or an IPA, an IPA, if that makes oh, sense. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Um, it's, like, it's, it's, like a, it's, it's like a flatter cider, which I know... <laughs> I get that. Which I know sounds gross, but like, um, we all it's drank Sidona when we were kids. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of it has that sweetness, you know. So it's 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 an aged devil's bit. Ah oh, wow! Wow! <laughs> no, 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 wow! No, no, no. <laughs> okay, look, we need to we need to decide on um, a rating here. So we've got two fairly high reviews. We've got one middle of the road, and we've got one 
starting at fairly good and then ending up pretty poor. So still find that, that very strange. Does does that lead us to another middle of the road three out of five beer rating for this? I think I think I like I don't think it's good enough to be just beer, but based on the consensus of the group, I think just beer is probably where we're heading with this. Unless you want to fight about it a bit more. I, I, I won't fight with anybody over it necessarily, but considering there's two of us that were brutal and even King was saying he was inclined to go a little above that. And I know we don't have a point rating, but I would kind of be over just bare then if it's if we're talking between the four of us. Well, just on that point then, if you're going that way, I would be leaning more toward the booze side of the just beer. Really? Yeah, yeah, for me, yeah. Ah, okay. okay. <laughs> well, then, just bear seems to be the kind of that consensus. Seems like a of fair, form, so. It seems like a fair balance, then. Okay. Yeah, I think this is probably the most, um, I don't know, argumentative to an extent of the, I say that as when we're only in episode two and we've had three bears, but... <laughs> I can I can I can actually I can actually hear the disappointment in Walter's voice. <laughs> I was so proud and then you had Mark literally oh, he Words. was so elated at the beginning and then King was all about it. And then within I don't know, thirty seconds I, still, Mark I'm was like this is it, awful. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. But Mark is like, This is awful now all of a sudden. It's just I don't know. As the person who's in charge of logging in the crafty crew beers on untapped. Um, I'm gonna really enjoy. Oh, you a tree rating horrible on this. man! You horrible <laughs> man! You're lucky I don't have a camera. The evils I'd be giving you right now. <laughs> Just before we get on to our uh, second beer of the week, um, I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, let's start with uh, Nali. Um, are you more inclined to pick a particular style of beer uh, depending on the weather? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I'd say I would be. Yeah, I mean. I've like this Christmas. I've had a, a plenty of different stouts, but I can't imagine in the middle of summer, you know, particularly ordering seven or eight different types of stout. You know, in the summer, I'm aiming for something a lot more refreshing, kind of chilled. But I suppose stouts, you know, tend to tend to do better at you know maybe room temperature and things like that. Whereas in the middle of summer, you're looking for something to cool down. You might be a more refreshing IPA or something like that. So yeah, for me, I definitely would. Yeah, yeah. Even for me, I think I agree with Nally there. It's it's definitely a big factor in what you'd pick. Like obviously, you know, the day you've had and stuff plays a part, but the weather does play a big part because if you're going home to curl up under a blanket or sit in front of the fire, you want something a bit comforting. And I think stouts are a bit they're a bit they're a bit less busy as a drink, and you know, a bit more comforting. And then you know, when you go out on the session during the summer and the nice weather. You want some beers, you know, something a bit fizzier, a bit more mm. kind of going on there. And then for me, like during the summer, sometimes you just want like a nice glass of uh, cider with ice, you know, in the in a beer garden somewhere. All right, Kinger, relax. I think <laughs> um, for a part, I think in general, if you're going to go, on, you know, on a bit of a session with the lads, I, I don't know. And I'm not really much of a stout drinker, but I don't know. Would stout really be something that you'd happily drink all night? Like, if we were to go in out early, like, I don't know, three or four o'clock, could you happily drink, like, Guinness, which is obviously common, till two or three in the morning? Guess it depends what kind of pub you're in, Walsh, if you're going to. I know a, you've a done nice it, and it has bar. to be a particular pull, but I'm just saying, it just seems heavy. Like, me, personally, like, I'm the IPAs, the citrus IPAs especially, 
it could, there could be a thunderstorm outside i'll drink it it could be a desert outside i'll be drinking that as well it the weather the really doesn't would affect me to be honest but that's the, my type of beer so it really wouldn't make a huge difference you know i would probably fall more in line with the lads here where i, I feel like maybe uh, the weather like uh, the hotter the weather i'm definitely going kind of the fruitier maybe fruitier ipas and then maybe into the ciders because it's a nice hot summer's day and then you know, when it gets to the cold kind of winter time, it's a stout. It's like, I feel like, let's just say a stout for a Guinness is like the, the Irish stew of beers. It's that kind of, you yeah. know what I mean? It, it, kind of, it kind of warms yeah, I the that. soul, I, I feel. So, um, yeah, no, I was just interested to see if uh, the weather had an effect on your, your, your choices. You can feel the patriotism that comes off a pint of Guinness when you're drinking it in a nice old man pub, you know, up in Dublin. Up with me, you've got places around North County Dublin like Ballerotherian and Manor down in Athlone. Big shout out to Gertie Browns and Sean's fine purveyors of Guinness. And on that note, it's time for our second beer of the week, uh, our second sour beer of the week. So, Walshy, I'll leave it to you to do the introduction again. This is your hopefully leg swap raspberry and lime sour, which uh, I'm very looking forward to because I haven't tried it. And these boys are based in uh, Waterford. This can, uh, just before we go ahead and open up, is at first glance, it's just a pink can with a girl sitting on a chair. But the closer you look (laughs) at it, the more disturbing it is. It's very (laughs) disturbing. The leg swap they talk about is that the legs uh, of the girl are now the chair legs and the legs of the chair are now the legs of the girl. And even if you don't want to buy this, please Google it because it's a very disturbing image. It's It's pretty trippy. Like... (laughs) That's something you'd see in a horror movie. Like it's, yeah. it's a thing, you know. Oh wow, the color of this beer is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it is a. It is luminous pink. For I feel like again. the smell of a sour is consistent across most sours. For the most part, I, I don't think the smell of this one is as strong as the last one. Now it's still obviously a bit, but like you can smell the raspberries, I find. I would agree with you, Walshie. This smells a lot nicer than the last one. It smells like raspberries, as you say. I think it's in the same neighborhood, though. Like it's not super different, but there is there's a fruitier aroma to it, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree there. I'd say, I'd say that probably comes from the, the fermentation process. It's probably something it, just in the nature of sours themselves that leaves that kind of more pungent smell. <laughs> Yeah, I know the more um, I smell it, the more I like it. To be honest with you, I throw that on an air freshener. I think you're reaching there. It's <laughs> a bold claim. I would throw that on an air freshener in my car if I had one. Let's just put it that way. Um, color is pink. It's yeah. it's kind of peeling nearly. Cloudy. Pink. It's very cloudy. It's definitely cloudy. It's weirdly cloudy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's very cloudy. I'd say if this is so, if this is raspberry and lime, it's probably made with those fruit in it which would probably lead to the proteins and stuff from those fruit being left over and it giving it that cloudy yeah. cloudy look as i um look at the can and read from it it says raspberries and lime juice i think you get that definitely in the taste um it's like you're the first thing you realize is a bit of a raspberry taste off of it and it's really delicious and then as this kind of second half of that second hits it's the lime the bitterness of the lime it's really, really good. I really like this one. I don't think I'm backtracking like the last time, Walshy. This is really nice. I can't pick up on. I can't. I can pick up on a certain taste, but I can't. I can't place the taste outside of raspberry and lime. There's something else in there that's like just not 
it sitting tastes, right with me with this one. Am I the only one here who thinks that it tastes like some sort of like nine, early 1990s sweet that I can't quite recognize? I, th- I think that's where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone's listening to this and knows it in the comments, please drop us a, drop us the answer because this is mind boggling. Is it like the tartness it, sticks around a lot longer? A lot. Than yeah. in the zebra. Is it is it kind of a maybe one of those like fruit salad sweets? You know what? We're kind of like the refresher fruit salad type of thing. Yeah. Jumber, Jumber, there was one called an apple jack. It, 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 that's what I'm getting. Oh, as a, as a, apple jack. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I've if there's even apples or somewhere along the processes, I'm assuming not, but that's... Well, that's just that's clear. Got... It's 4%, which again, to me, seems low for what I'm tasting. I feel yeah. like it tastes to me like it should be more than that for some reason. It tastes stronger, I think, yeah. Banging on about the eating with food kind of point with sours, this I can definitely imagine eating with food, like a dessert or something. This would be beautiful. Do you know what this is for me? If If say every beer was available in every bar this is my dessert at a wedding drink i like yeah, that so with ice cream or something and you've you've just got creamy you know it's just ice cream there in front of you and you're eating that and you get this and it just cuts straight through it and kind of gives it that extra boost on top what i'm kind of liking this to is when we had when we had a tasting the food tasting for uh, our wedding the the guy who was organizing it was disappointed. We chose a Riesling, which is a dessert wine, so it's a real sweet taste to it. And like to get back what, what to what Mark was saying, it's definitely. I don't think I'd have this with dinner. I wouldn't have it with like a steak or a chicken dinner. I definitely would have it with uh with a dessert as opposed to a mains. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to talk to you about how my daughter's marrying someone who is nowhere near good enough for her, but I'm going to pretend like I'm okay with it. <laughs> i don't know it's strange i think i if i was to if i was to if i had to compare i think i definitely prefer uh green zebra i yeah. have a wild one i have a wild theory on that taste you're getting kinger maybe mm. because the sour okay maybe because the sour is a raspberry and lime sour you're focusing on the raspberry and lime and you're forgetting that it's also a beer is the third flavor by chance beer <laughs> No, it's not. No, I, I can promise uh, you it's not. Okay, shall we uh, tip on over towards the ratings for this one? Yes, please. So, okay, I'll uh, I'll start off, and I I, yep, this is this is right up there. It's brutal for me. It's, it's solid for. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you, Nally, and my second ever sour, uh, which none of us have tried. So this is completely blind. Uh, definitely a brutal beer. I I'm, I love this. It's really really good. For me, this is it's hard. I, I I genuinely don't know. I'm I'm stuck between beer and brutal for this one. Um, I well, do I, like it. I don't think I don't think anyone, it deserves to be anywhere lower than beer. But um, anyone who an, anyone who knows Kinger or doesn't know Kinger, Kinger is like the most optimistic person in the world. So if you handed him a flaming bag of dog shit, he'd thank you for the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I will put on the one caveat to it, though. Uh, I do think this is a solid four and it's brutal, but it's still not, just by nature of a sour, I think, it's still not something I'm sitting down and drinking all night. Mm. But but as a, as, a, as a beer, this is this is solid four. Like. I get that. And as I said earlier, like how I kind of downgraded the green zebra based on the fact that like the amount of times you could drink it is quite minimal. Definitely, this is the same thing for me. It's like very rare, like very specific times you would drink it. But the taste is so good that 
that's for me, it's going from like above a four to just below a four. So I'm still sticking with Brutiful on this. I one. don't think that I could drink this as much as I could drink Green Zebra. I think I could drink Green Zebra for a longer amount of time. This, I, I think agree. I would have one or two. And then, so for me, it's a beer, but that, that's, that's where I'm going. That's kind of where I land as well. And the fact that for me, it was like the fact that Zebra was just beer. I kind of have it a little lower than that. I like I prefer the green zebra to this, but I wouldn't really go as far as to say this is a booze either. So I'd be inclined to go just beer. Well, so um, to summarize, as a person who feels like rating this a bit higher, if we've got two people landing in on the beer and two on the brutiful, will we just cut cut it down the middle and then scientifically round up to brutiful? No, I no, thinking, not at all. I... I was th- I was thinking on Untapped we could give it three point five because it's in the middle, Seems and fair. we could we could we could decide on a it's a beer brutiful. No, so it's I, I, like that I, I, in the I I mm. I reject your I reject your conclusion. Um, I think that's a terrible <clears throat> idea. We spent months months with blood, sweat, and tear coming up with that five tier system, and for you to go and shit on it in episode two, <laughs> <laughs> I find highly offensive to this entire process so that's out the window for a start i have an easy way to sort out if you were putting this on your own untapped what are you giving it i'm giving it a solid four i probably a three okay i'd be giving it a 4.25 i think and i'm i'm around a three three and a half <clears throat> so three and a half a four, four seems four, to be probably the one. fair absolutely fair so there we go hopefully leg swap sour beer gets a brutal four out of five from the crafty crew. And Walchi gets a little insulted. <laughs> oh, no, you see, I'm not. See, the thing is, I'm not insulted by it at all. I actually really enjoy this. It just, I enjoyed the other one more. I know you're fishing here. Um, <laughs> but I enjoyed the other one more and to see that that got lower end than this. Yeah, it kind of, there's a kind of a kick in the teeth, but sure, what can you do? And I just like to say, like, my first time drinking sours, um, pleasantly surprised by the first one based on what it smelled like when I opened the can. And I found a new beer that I really enjoy and will be recommending to people. So, uh, yeah, definitely going to delve into this. End of the day, that's what it's all about, really, isn't it? That wraps up this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed our reviews of Founders Green Zebra and Hopfully's Leg Swap. Um, Bit of an eye-opener for some of us and uh, a bit of a disappointment for some of us. Next week, if you want to drink along with us, we are trying stouts. Something I'm particularly nervous about uh but we're going to be drinking the wild beer company millionaire and siren broken dream so until then it's a goodbye from myself kinger mark nally and walchie chat later <laughs>